Alright, three, two, one, action. Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of BGFC Weekly. My name is Jimmy Martin. I'm Marlena Stokes, and I don't know about you, Jimmy, but is there usually this many people in a podcast room? I think so, but I think most of those people are actually doing stuff and not just staring at you randomly. Um, this is definitely going to be quite awkward. A little um, bit, a little bit. It's kind of like being on the most awkward first date. But we're taking you along with it, so That's here right. we go. But tell me a little bit about, you know, how you got here. Right. Um, so I am originally from Western Kentucky, always uh, lived in the area, loved um, sports growing up as a kid. Um, however, soccer was never part of my journey. Really? It wasn't. Um, it wasn't really until, you know, the 99, the Women's World Cup team, huge part of why I started liking soccer, um, as I'm sure most Americans. Um, you know, and from there, we moved into uh, more sports for me. I was very involved in American football, uh, a little bit of basketball, but we don't talk about that because I can't make a life to save my life, but it's okay. Me either. Yeah. So tell me about you, though, super early on, though. Oh, man. Well, uh, I don't want to make you feel old or anything. I was born in 99, so. Oh, God uh, dang it. Let's go. Let's my, go. My love for soccer started in 2010, the FIFA World Cup. You know, Shakira singing Waka Waka really got me going. Waka Waka. I, <laughs> I remember watching almost every single game and got really super into it. Um, I played soccer when I was really young, uh, probably, you know, first, second grade. Uh, my parents actually made me quit because I wasn't hustling. So they, uh, they're like, no, if you're not going to play, like, don't play. And so, you know, I didn't play and all my friends were and I, I wanted to so bad. So started playing again uh, a little bit before middle school, kind of like fifth grade-ish and uh, played for a few years. I got really, really into it. Um, I absolutely love the game. So very excited to be in the soccer community right now. So tell me a little bit more about what position you played, how many goals did you score, oh, all of that stuff. I am not by any means the best soccer player in the world. <laughs> I, oh, we can relate on that. <laughs> I absolutely just love the game. Um, but I played defense, uh, mainly on the right side because I was right-footed and my left foot just never got there, you know? But, um, yeah, I played defense. I, I did score one goal in uh, middle school, I believe. There you go. Um, you know, it was one of those, oh, I can't think of the term, but what's a, it's like a shutout game. We won 10-0, mm. mm. and uh, I got a chance to get up there and get one of those points, and that was really cool. One of the easy goals. One of the, yeah. Um, but <laughs> well, I still, you already beat somebody like, 10 nothing. like, yeah, it's um, easy at that point. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I played defense. Um, I did get more aggressive, had a great time. Um, but yeah, I, I really didn't score much, <laughs> I, just more in the back end of the field trying to protect the goal. Totally, but. totally understand that. Um, so I started playing actually in college, not for my university. No, I played intramurals um, in college and I was also a right backer. Um, and I did score in a preseason match, um, so it didn't count. No, there is no record, there's no film. If oh. you can find a film of me scoring, Congrats, you're the world's greatest detective. Somebody please do. Oh, God. There, are, there are a multitude of embarrassing things out there uh, from me when I was in college, so don't. Don't go looking. Ugh. That's why I don't have Facebook. Um, so what was your first memory? You kind of mentioned you are born in 99, so right. you know that was huge for me. What was your first memory of actually watching or taking part in soccer and being like, oh, shoot, this is exactly what I want to do? Probably, definitely that 2010 FIFA. I you said I, that a few minutes ago, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Um, I <laughs> I loved watching that year. Um, I have watched every World Cup since. 
And um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the U.S. Women's National Team. So um, I've really been following them recently and um, absolutely love it. But like, yeah, in 2010, that was it. I would sit upstairs um, by myself. My parents would be doing their own thing. But I'd, you know, be sitting upstairs by myself just watching soccer. I didn't care who was playing. I didn't care who won. I just wanted to watch and right. learn from it. And So you were watching all the games. You were watching Spain and France. You were watching Absolutely. Ghana versus um, anybody. Literally anybody. I just wanted to watch soccer. And I've, I haven't changed. I still do that every World Cup, every, oh, I can't think of any other tournament. The, like, She Believes Cup for yes. the U.S. Women's <laughs> National Team. Yeah. I need to learn more about that. Different topic for another day. Different topic, but, for sure. Uh, I think for me, and I was really thinking about this, if you go all the way back to 2006, yes, I'm old. Um, I was in high school at the time, and my best friend and I really started, uh, we started like watching other sports. Like We both loved football and basketball, but then we heard about this big sporting event. ESPN got coverage of it, so then it was officially like a big deal um, at the time. So 2006, World Cup. Um, had a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Um, you know, for the U.S. team, we went from not playing very well in our first match to the last game against Ghana. Why does it always have to be Ghana? Like, America, why can't we play like Nigeria, Ivory Coast, somebody else in, in the World Cup from Africa? But always Ghana. Always Ghana. Uh, 43rd minute, Clint Dempsey evens the score. Um, most excited I'd ever been um, to that point as a soccer fan. Um, but then... Right before half, penalty, Ghana went up 2-1, and that was the end of it. The U.S. went home after that. Oof. So that um, led my best friend and I to really talk about, like, we should go to the next World Cup. Um, and this is where, typically in a normal podcast, you would get an interlude about actually going to the, to the World Cup, and we did not. <laughs> but we did look into going to South Africa, um, but, you know. Two 18-year-olds going to South Africa at the time. Not necessarily the safest idea. So, or the cheapest, because I was definitely broke growing up. Have you ever been to a professional soccer game? Like, mm, yeah. Great question. Uh, yes, I went to the Gold Cup final. I think that was in 2014 in Chicago. Um, USA, Honduras. I was hopeful for USA, Mexico, but I believe that was your Honduras upset Mexico in the semifinals. Um, but yeah, my wife and I went, stood in uh, Soldier Field with all the other U.S. fans celebrating one of the first big trophies. Um, I know that was kind of a springboard for the team for a few years afterwards, you know, leading to that false hope that maybe in, um, what year was that? Uh, I have notes here. Give me just a moment. Why is my phone not unlocking? This is awkward now. Uh, to the 2014 World Cup. So I guess it would have been the year before, so 2013 when we were at that Gold Cup. Um, and then in 2014, I thought, hey, you know what? We won the Gold Cup. We can win the World Cup, right? Absolutely. No. No. Uh, so that was my first match I went to. Um, I also went to a Chicago Fire game not too long after that. Um, but that's not actually my favorite team. Do you have oh. go? No, go. Oh, my, my favorite team is the U.S. Women's National Team by far. 100%. No club? No club. Um, I did see Nashville FC play. Um, so if I guess I had mm. a favorite club, it would be them. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's the only one I've been to, I guess. I I got to get out more, I guess. Um, but yeah, I saw them play probably about a year ago. Um, went with my family, and um, my stepmom's actually good friends with the wife of one of the coaches. So we got tickets, and we went, and it was a good time. My 
little siblings actually got on the big screen. So Ooh, yeah, awesome. they absolutely loved it. It was a good time. I was a uh, different story, but I was big into basketball in college and I was on the front row for ESPN college basketball game that we had at Murray. So I know what that excitement oh. level feels like as an adult. I absolutely. can't imagine how cool it would have been for a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did they play in that game? Do you remember? I honestly do not. I do not mm-hmm. remember. Um, I know we didn't win. Oh, um, I think so it, was it wasn't a, it was against a, Inter-Miami. Definitely that. Yeah, it was a 0-0 game. It was one of those oh. really interesting ones, you know? But, um, <laughs> yeah. Those nil-nil draws was, really was, draw you in, huh? Yeah, we thought uh, it was just it was a good one, though. I mean, I was into it. But, yeah, 0-0, sometimes that's just how it is. So, Inter-Miami, that's my squad outside of BGFC. Obviously. Come on. 100%. Um, so, Inter-Miami, I really... Growing up in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, David Beckham, the lord that he was, um, scoring magisterial goal after magisterial goal. He, he was so awesome. Then when to get to see him come to LA Galaxy, play for a few years, watch him really train Landon Donovan, that was so cool to see um, that I just really got enamored by him. And I, was, I heard, hey, David Beckham, maybe getting a team, and it's going to be in Miami. Um, I've been to Miami a couple times, beautiful city, love the people, best food in, in the country. I love my southern country or my southern country food, but that is nothing on the Cuban food and all of the great food that's in Miami. Um, it's a community that loves soccer. Uh, La Familia, shout out. Um, the Southern Herons, shout out to them as well. Uh, great people. Um, I was in on a couple of different, um, of their Zoom sessions back in the MLS's back tournament where they would like put the people on the screen and you could Zoom from your house and they would show you like cheering for the team. Oh, fun. That was cool. Um, I don't think I made it on ESPN for that though. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. (laughs) Um, But moving now, you know, I kind of want to talk a little bit about like, we talked about being kids, falling in love with the sport. What about beyond that? What about in college? What did you do to kind of push you towards, you know, sitting in this room, awkwardly talking with someone that you've only met like a handful of times and with a bunch of people watching? Oh, man. Um, Well, I didn't expect myself to be right here. I had several different plans going into college. At first, you know, I wanted to be a lawyer. So, you know, that's Every college student wants to be a lawyer, engineer, or something like that. It's a successful job. Like, you know, it's it's a good thing. But... I decided I don't like school that much, you know, I uh, can't continue going after I graduate. So um, switched to, I kind of went to like a teaching route, learned mm. real fast. That's not for me. I'm not, you know, the biggest kid person. They're kind of cute sometimes, but uh, sometimes, not, sometimes, yeah, not for me though. Um, so teaching route went, you know, downhill after a year. And, you know, just kind of decided to major in English and journalism, broadcasting, actually. Um, got a little experience with that, but never a podcast, so this is fun. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, writing. Did you do sports, like uh, journalism or sports casting or anything? Uh, no, not really. Um, I did some photography for sports teams and, you know, went to games for that and helped with the TV and all of that that they did. That really just wasn't my specialty. Um, not exactly what I wanted to do, but sure. you know, I love having the experience with that. But um, no, I, I just I want to write. I, I want to write literally anything. You know, fake news is a big thing, right. and um, I want my name to mean something. I want 
you to know like if you read something it's mine it's you know it's the truth so um yeah very noble i (laughs) i mean if you say so (laughs) but yeah um well because like you know we could turn this into a journaling podcast very easily but um i was a journalism major as well um i did a little bit of tv news um i did a sports cast one time and just having to read from the teleprompter, if you've ever done any kind of TV news, reading on that teleprompter, especially somebody who's extremely dyslexic, it is no fun. Oh, um, so I, I really enjoyed working on news and getting involved in that, but I didn't see myself working in that field. Um, so I have a journalism degree, advertising and marketing specifically. Um, but while I was in college, I did something pretty cool. And I don't know how many people can actually say this. I actually started my own club soccer team. Oh, I did that too. Did you really? No. Okay. No, no. Ah, dang it. Cool. <laughs> I thought this was meant to be one of those moments where it's like, oh, look at that. Nobody expected No, 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 no. Tell me more. Uh, so, um, I think it was my junior year. Um, me and a bunch of my friends, uh, we really wanted to play soccer together. But the way the intramurals were set up, um, at least at our undergrad, was it was based on the building that you lived in. Um, and I lived in one building, and I was an RA there, and all my friends lived in a different building, uh, so we couldn't play on the same team. Uh, so we started our own club sports, um, enterprise we'll call it, uh, called Murray United. Shout out if anybody knows Murray United, if that's still a thing on campus, the green and black, that was me, I started that. Our very own Jimmy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I was very excited to start that. Uh, we picked a crest, we had an official sponsor. We were legit as legit, but not quite to the level of BGFC though. Uh, we, we were just on the intramural fields. Um, gosh, I can't remember how we did in our, our first soccer season. I don't think we did well, uh, which is probably why I'm sitting here. Um, but I did not play. Um, if I did, you know, it would have been in the last seconds of the game. But it was fun just to organize things to figure out, you know, what it's like to get a sponsor. You know, I went to uh, uh, Burrito Shack in Murray, Burrito Shack, Murray, Kentucky. Please give us a sponsor. We would love to work with you. Um, so they, uh, I went in there and said, "Hey, I'm starting a club." $500. Can you help us buy shirts? And they're like, yeah, no problem. Dude literally opened the cash drawer. was like, here you go. And we got $500, went and paid our deposit and got our shirts that day. Uh, and it was really, really cool to, to start that. Oh, that's crazy. I absolutely love that. That's awesome. I will be Googling that when I get home. Oh, no, no, there's I, nothing on the internet. I, <laughs> I don't I think be, we had any social media. I'm going to look into how that first season went for you. Oh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very intrigued on that one. Um, I mean, I, I, I got here, you know, I saw this uh, post on Facebook, actually, one of my For dad, BGFC? For BGFC, yeah, go. yeah. Um, one of my dad's very best friends, you know, he uh, tagged me and said, hey, they need interns, you know, um, a writing one was one mm. of them. And I was like, absolutely, like, I can do that for sure. And so filled out the little Google form, and the next thing I know, you know, Ben was texting me, and he was like, hey, you, you come on, come join. I was like, okay, and here I am. There you go. So it was So a, you started out as a writing person for us, mm-hmm. and now you're sitting on a podcast with me. Who would How did thought? that happen? Who would have thought? It's, it's crazy, but I'm so, so super excited to be here, 100%. Yeah. So I watched uh, their first season. I lived in Lexington at the time. And Who's? Lexington. Oh, 
Right. You know, the city, there's Louisville, Lexington, the two biggest cities yeah, in Kentucky. Yeah, that. You ever heard of them? Oh, Lexington. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know that big blue school that's up there? Who are they again? Nah, I don't know. They're uh, not important anyway. Okay. Uh, so, I was living up there. I was trying to transition down to Western Kentucky as I had a, a new position there. Um, but I saw that on Instagram, BGFC, and I was like, what is that? No, Bowling Green does not have a professional soccer team before Lexington does, do they? Sure did. Absolutely. Uh, so I watched some of their games. I commented on a lot of the posts, just trying to help you know promote it because it's a it's a small club and it was in their first season. They were doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I really just started messaging. Um, I think I messaged the Instagram and said, "Hey, I would like to help out. What do you need?" Yeah. You know. And then I got a an email from Michael, and Michael was like, "Hey, we're gonna meet. You know, we want to interview you." And so I was like, interview, bro. I'm just trying to volunteer to do do something fun to not be sitting at home with, you know, on the couch all the time. So and here you are. And here I am. I pitched the idea of doing a podcast. Uh, ben, Michael, and everybody was like, hey, that's a really good idea. Now we're sitting here in this awkward room as there's like 10 people staring at me right now. And I'm not used to this. Oh, it's a, it's a new feeling for sure. But uh, yes. I'm having fun so far. It's a good time. It is. But, um, I, I'm just so excited to be back in the soccer community. Yep. Like I, I love going to games. I love the fans and just the community in general coming out. And I can't wait for our first game. I can't either. First game will be. Do you remember? No. <laughs> um, it is the 26th of May. Yes, May 26th. 7 p.m. Uh, Bowling Green Junior High School um, out at the pit. Please make sure you come there. See, this is one of those good moments where there's so many good people in the room to finally help me out. You're not just awkwardly staring at me. You're good. So, um, you know, that'll be our first home game. We really hope that people will come out to that. Um, and then, you know, moving forward with this podcast, we've got some really great ideas. You know, we want to have a couple of guests, um, you know, for our next round of the podcast, we're going to be talking to Ben, who's the owner of BGFC. Uh, correction on that is March 26th, not May 26th. That is my fault. Again, I'm dyslexic, so just blame it on that. We'll keep it moving. Those M's will get you. Yeah, dang right. Any word with multiple <laughs> letters that are the same. You know, there's an A as well. Oh, that's mm, right. That's can't right. forget that. Um, so come out March 26, 7 p.m. Bowling Green Junior High. Um, we'll be there. We will definitely be there. You might hear my voice over the loudspeaker. You never know. Um, so our second podcast coming out next week, we're going to invite the owner, Ben. He's going to sit in and talk with us and kind of just talk about how he created this. So now you know a little bit about us. Um, now you're going to know a little bit more about the club. And from there, we'll have a few other guests throughout the, throughout the season and we will, just keep this going. If you will, please make sure you rate, subscribe, um, do all those cool stuff, like. Thumbs uh, up. Thumbs up. Anything. Um, anything good, positive. Help us out. Yes. Uh, spread the word. Spread it on any of your social medias that you may have. Um, I'm not for sure what all the platforms this will be on, but if it's on there, rate it. Boost it up there. I want to see us up number one on all the charts. Um, so, thank you all so much. Great first podcast. And we will see you next week. Cut! Oh, that was a good one. That was awesome.